Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we have boots on the ground in New Orleans for the Final Four. We are in the French Quarter. I don't even know what the French Quarter is, actually. Mm -hmm. Tate, I got to be honest, I'm going to put my hand up. Uh, I've been walking around downtown New Orleans, and I just keep, like, stopping people. And I'm like, am I in the French Quarter? And they're like, you'll know when you're there. You'll know, yeah. And then I'm like, how will I know? And they're like, you'll know. Um, so I keep I, thinking I can walk <laughs> everywhere. Like last night when I yeah. left the little party we were at, I was like, I guess I can just walk home. My phone yeah. was dead. Luckily, our producer Jim was there to to get me home safely in an Uber. But you can do anything in the French Quarter. I I don't think this is a walkable city, as it turns out. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, you can walk anywhere with a drink. That's what everyone. Tells you can't you. do that. I think that's how they trick you into walking places. They're like, just grab a drink. <laughs> You'll look up in 30 minutes and you're there. Uh, it is Friday morning here in New Orleans. And uh, we, you know, the, obviously the final four is tomorrow. This is our, mm. this is kind of our last, uh, the, the calm before the storm. So we're, we're, we're going to do our boots on the ground reporting, talk about our final, final four thoughts before the games tip off. Uh, one last chance for Tate to talk himself into or out of Carolina beating mm. Duke. I don't know. I don't know where he's going to stand. Mm. He, he's, he's been flip-flopping all week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is our last, like, chill episode of the season really tate because yeah. the next time you hear from us after today it's, it's back to reaction it's, it's back to again, for the people at home this is not a prediction podcast this is a reaction podcast yeah. i need the game and i need something to talk about after I there watch will it. be reactions on saturday i promise <laughs> there you will that. be reactions but first woody durham he takes the time out All right, let's uh, let's just start with the general vibe state of New Orleans. What we've we've picked up. Uh, you, you've been here longer than I have. You you landed when like Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. I, I luckily Wednesday. landed on Wednesday uh, evening here okay. in New Orleans. There was a tornado on the ground, um, and about four days ago in the studio, Jim Cunningham, our producer, you and I, we were talking about flying. We were talking about you know, there's a show, Air Disasters, that I watched yes. on Smithsonian Channel about a year ago. I don't understand why you do this. I, uh, yeah, I, but so, so but as you get, it's all in my head. You know what I mean? So I'm flying in New Orleans. You guys are not on the plane with me. I am, uh, you know, by myself in a middle seat in the back of this plane. Um, as we're as we're flying, you know, getting closer to New Orleans, we're about an hour and a half out. The pilot comes on. He goes, you know, we got some, you know, some some inclement weather that we're gonna have to deal with. You know, so we're gonna get everyone in their seats buckled up. Anyways, the next hour was, uh, and you know, I've never, Jim even said, he was like, have you ever had oxygen masks drop on a plane? I was like, never in my life. And if I did, I'd have an absolute panic attack. I learned, I, I, I they dropped, the they oxy- dropped, they dropped the mask. Oh um, no. But it, <laughs> yeah, Jim, so Jim jinxed me. And the, the funniest or the the most ridiculous part of it all is that the pilot, and God bless him, he was on the entire time. So he was like, this is just precautionary. We're going to drop the oxygen mask. You don't have to put them on uh, unless you unless you feel, you know, whatever to do. I put mine on, obviously. <laughs> and then I couldn't breathe. That's sort of hyperventilating also, in the oxygen mask. Also, the, the idea of doing a precautionary oxygen mask drop, yeah. it, it, it's kind of, it's, it's like a it, paradox. It took, every, like, it took everyone to 10. You know what I mean? Everyone was like, yeah. film seven, and then 
then as soon as the master, like he's, there were th- <laughs> there were five babies crying. The lady he's, next to me is a stranger. We're like grabbing each other's hands. Like, you know, when we got down to the ground, she was like, I really appreciate the you. Pilot I, was comes, like, I need a human in this moment. The pilot comes on. He's like, I'm explicitly doing this so everyone stays calm. <laughs> yes. The, the drop, reason, the reason. Drop the mask. <laughs> and then he drops it. <laughs> fucking panic. I lost my mind. Uh, I thought it was over and uh, I, I was praying the, you know, the entire hour as we were going down and, uh, when we did finally land, I was like, I, I'm glad I'm not in purgatory watching Carolina play Duke. You know what I mean? That would <laughs> have been really terrible. Was actually, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. almost apocalypse was, now for me. But I survived and I'm here. Oh my god. I, I don't understand why you do that, by the way. You 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 are would you say you're scared of flying or you just have like general anxiety about flying? And I, then you watch all the disaster mm, stuff. I don't like I why think I, 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 do, you, well, do you feel like if you confront it, you'll get over it? Is yeah, that it? I, I famously jumped out of a plane twenty one thousand feet to get over my fear of heights when I turned twenty one. <laughs> Didn't work. Did not work. I've tried <laughs> I've tried so many things to get over my fear of heights. And unfortunately I think I've always it just keeps getting worse. It gets worse. The more uh, I see the worse it gets. Oh my god! There, there were there were huge storms, uh, and also like last week, there was like a tornado, like yeah, ripping through here on the was, ocean. There was like a water, a water spout. That's, <laughs> that's it might be the end. It really might be the end. Um, but we made it. We we we. Uh, I got in Wednesday night, uh, really late. Uh, we were here all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the live show last night. Um, we I think we both went out on the town a little bit last night. Uh, so shout out to Greg Odin. Back Shout out to action. Greg Oden. Yeah. Came to the show. Love to see it. Um, but uh, he was late. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He, he was. He, he was on. He he told me he was going to be late. So he had least, to go to his hotel, to, drop off his bags. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in in the short time we've been here, uh, do you feel a buzz, Tate? Do you feel mm. uh, what is the vibe? What is the read? Uh, a lot of a lot of the people listening are not in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, not privileged enough to be here. Um, but they want to know. They want to. We are the boots on the ground journalists. Let's report back. What? What is? Is there a buzz in the air mm-hmm. that you feel as you walk around here? I saw last night um, a lot of Villanova. One, I would say this. I think the most happy to be here slash excited to be amongst the Blue Bloods group is Villanova. They Villa- lo- they love. That they love just calling it Blue Bloods. They love that they four. finally. They're yeah. like, yeah, put some respect on our name. You know what I mean? So they I, love that nobody's hesitating. No, exactly. no one's saying like this is a this is a mostly Blue Blood Final Four. Also, but Villanova kind of on the, it's all the, blue blood everyone's just saying blue blood final four exactly with and no villanova caveats yeah. and they're and they're like to the moon so every yeah. villanova fan you talked to this weekend one they think they're gonna win it you know what i mean that's the other there's part a, well i mean when you've won two recently exactly. there's just like a calmness about them that's like yeah justin moore's out but i don't know this is what we do this is what we do and also the one mcdonald's all-american on our team he's gonna start in place of justin moore <laughs> so i think we're gonna be okay so i think villanova fans are like the happiest most excited whatever you want to say excitable um, so I've seen that. I think North Carolina fans uh, that I have seen, we're all just like, can you believe it? You know what mm. I mean? Look at us. There's a lot of Paul Rudd energy uh, that is exuding out of the North Carolina fans. Like, who would have thought? A year ago, Roy Williams on April Fool's Day uh, broke all of our hearts by deciding to step away from the game of basketball. Hubert Davis is announced as the head coach a year ago, literally today. And uh, I think, you know, Carolina fans, myself included, we did not know what the path was moving forward. And the fact that a year later, Hubert Davis is in the Final Four, we now see the yellow brick road. Yeah. And it all makes sense. You got to be careful. But I no, I'm gonna let you be happy. I because because I was listening to you last night talk about I I I don't know why I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> but last night we were t- I'm gonna say it. <laughs> say it. Say last it. night we were talking about uh, our favorite at our live show. We were we were going over our our favorite Coach K uh, memories, and um, we had a lot of the 
a lot of the uh, the friends of the program, the uh, guests that, that come on the show, yeah, uh, yeah. send in their tribute videos. And my I think father, Verno was my favorite. Verno was the best. Yeah, he was Chris the best. Verno Shout out to Verno. YouTube.com. Um, big Cat sent in like five. Yeah, Big, big Cat, <laughs> you like, didn't even know. You're like, is it another one? <laughs> it just kept going. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle's uh, like uh, offended people. For, yeah. like, like as soon as he got on, he was dropping out. Haymakers. Yeah. We didn't watch it because it was I honestly so did watch vulgar. It. Kyle came out of the <laughs> hot from the frolic room just dropping f-bombs yeah. i was like cut this jim we gotta stop he said his name um, is mike krasuski and that's yeah. when i knew i was like i think we're gonna I, I think, we gotta, I think that's offensive somehow uh the, even even for us and yeah, we find nothing much. offensive for yeah, okay that's that's too much um but my dad did the uh my dad did one and, and coach titus's favorite coach k memory was mm. the 2002 indiana duke game um which is a, a lot of people in indiana's favorite coach k memory but uh, so he's talking about that, and then I was I was going over in my head about the circumstances of that game, Tate, and I realized that was Coach Davis mm -hmm. for Indiana, Mike who had, Davis, who had taken over for a legend. Mm -hmm. They had gone to the national; they went to the Final Four in two thousand two. Mm -hmm. You understand? You see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I know. And but then I heard you talking about like if Huber, if Huber, like just getting here. I don't know. And I was like, I'm with you, but also, yeah. I remember too that I remember the Mike Davis, I, I which remember. by the way I, I will say Mike Davis was not as bad. Like Indiana fans, like by the end of Mike Davis's run, they were like, "This is because he wasn't Bob." But that's why it's hard to follow legends because yeah. he wasn't Bob Knight. Yeah. But it, but it, the run Mike Davis had happened now. Like obviously, I think Indiana fans would be like, "This is this is." I'll too take bad. it. I'll take yeah, this. Yeah, 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 it's pretty good. He national title game. Four. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I think for me, uh, just the fact that Hubert Davis, you know, and as I said last night at the live show, I call him Coach Davis now. That, that's where I'm at. I, I that's where my reverence is. That's for what him. made it click for me when you started yeah. calling him Coach Davis. I was like, Coach Davis is Mike. You, Davis. you were like, I know. Like, you're like, I know coach davis uh, <laughs> yeah. he's our davis he's our coach davis and uh i do think that at some level like we were talking about legacies last night like who could you know really submit themselves as like you know this next level icon whatever we talked about colin gillespie we talked about so colin know, gillespie's a sneaky one to me that, he like, could. like he if he, he knocks off if he's like the king of the blue bloods in this final four and is like the most outstanding player everyone's like man colin gillespie is he the greatest villanova player ever? colin gillespie <laughs> could be like yeah like he's he, there's Psycho C. There, there, there's a path where like Colin Gillespie is is a bonafide college basketball legend. Yes, and it it it's always been in front of our faces. But I guess I didn't realize it until like we got yeah. here at this Final Four, and I was like, oh, if this dude pulls this off, there's a chance that when you're talking about college basketball, you're like Jay Williams, Tyler Hansbro, Colin, Colin Gillespie. Gillespie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're talking in that yeah. same group of guys, yeah. which is. Uh, one fascinating and two the fact that it comes because of this like he got an extra year because of the covid year yeah. and he had the injury you know it was like this whole redemption arc too to to Colin yeah. so and Villanova weirdly with the other three teams it feels like they can they're sort of on their own like siloed yeah. path a little bit yes. but it might be the siloed path to the national title I I, I got you off track you're talking about Hubert Davis sorry yeah no I the I, legacies and all legacies that. but I, the only reason I would say about Hubert Davis like I don't think he's happy to be here at all but I do think when you talk about the legacy and what it could mean first year go to the final four first year knockout coach K and yeah. his last game ever I mean, it's really hard pressed for me to find like a resume that's going to top that. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. And if you're a Carolina fan, there's a lot of Carolina fans that were yelling for this guy to get fired. There's a lot of people that were taking it too far. <laughs> Who are these people? Who are these people? Who are these people? Who are these people? I never want to fire Coach to Davis. I just was confused as to like what what our plan. Like, you yeah. know, I, didn't, I didn't see the road. I was well, stuck no, in the I mean, forest. I'll, I'll defend you and the rest of the Carolina fan base. Is that like it's it, it it's hard to follow a legend for that reason? Is that like mm -hmm. it, like Roy Williams had a very defined culture and and you knew, um, and it got to a point where I guess Roy or, or whatever like the program wasn't as what you 
thought it should be and, and it was on rocky uh terrain and then hubert takes over and you don't like it's it's, it's easy to say we're going to do things the way we've always done and we're going to maintain yeah. the carolina way but uh you, you can have the you can you can pretend like you have the secret sauce but if you don't have the the chef back there that actually knows how to make it you know like mm -hmm. that's it's a it's a it's a difficult position to be in and as the season's wearing on you're like that's great you're saying all the right things the yeah. results are not there yeah um so he never I, he never broke though like the message I never broke which is what uh i think is really stuck out to me and also like if you're a carolina fan moving forward you could never say like the way that this we were getting blown out by miami blown out by wake forest if that were to happen next year you can't be like oh the season's lost Right, because you've already right. seen the dark side, and Hubert's already come back on the other side. So no matter what, every year you're like, I don't know, he's gonna figure it Hubert's out. Hubert's done with we, We've is, seen it. We've seen Hubert, Coach Davis figure this no, hang out. Hang on before. a second. Are you are you already anointing Hubert Davis, Mister March? <laughs> I'm just saying to you <laughs> that Hubert Davis. Second half guy. <laughs> he's a, he might be a sandbagger. I don't know. He's a sandbagger. He's a sandbagger, a sandbagger. A sandbagger son of a bitch. So Villanova fans, uh, I would agree with that. There's like a calmness. Yeah. A, uh, they're number one on the, we're, we're doing I wouldn't well. say they're overconfident. No, I mean, no. I like, it's not like you're talking to Villanova fans. are like, we're going to win this. This is easy. That's Duke. Yes. That kind of ish. Duke, Duke Duke's fan, playing fake humble. They're, they're, they're going on doing the interviews saying, we don't expect this. We're happy to be here. The Duke fans yeah. do have like a sense of like, like a, they they know everyone's talking about it and they know that there's the the mysticism around the coat like mm -hmm. they, it, it is like sort of destiny there's like a yes. destiny twinkle in their eye that like there's mm -hmm. no way this could go wrong because like it's that like the, it's, it's k's year yeah this is k's year so it's going to work out for us we know that mm -hmm. um i i so there, the, there's obviously very high optimism their buttholes are tight i think like the handful of duke fans i talked to last night they they do the idea of playing north carolina and losing would be devastating obviously um, but I, I think they've they've convinced themselves that they're not going to. They can't lose because this is Coach K's final year, and he's going to go out on top. Full hearts can't yes. lose. Yeah, Duke exactly. Fans. And then Kansas fans uh, are kind of like they're they're like negging. They're like they're like being yes. negative. They're like, well, there's no because chance we're beating I think, Duke. I there's think no Kansas, chance we're winning the title. And it's like because I think they know that they can, they, they know have, they know they have the best team <laughs> exactly. in this in this final four. That's what it is. All the kids, not one Kansas <laughs> fan told me last night, either at our live show or later on, that they thought they were going to win the championship. No, not a single one. They all one. were like, we'd probably beat Villanova, but then we're going to lose to Duke. Yes. That's what they all say. Yes. And I don't know if it's like Bill Self sent them an email. It was like, here's what the, the rundown is. Here's our here's our lines that we have to throw out to people. But that's how they're I think there's things. a parallel to 2012, too, that Duke, uh, Duke Carolina on one side of the bracket, the winner would maybe, if Kansas wins, then the yeah. winner plays Kansas in the title game. That was 2012 in New Orleans, mm -hmm. Kentucky, Louisville, mm -hmm. big rivalry on one side yep kentucky beats louisville kansas is waiting in the title game i forget who kansas beat that year in the final four i'd have to it doesn't matter we don't need to i don't yeah, i can't remember either i was just i don't to... think it doesn't matter uh we don't we don't need to look that up but can uh kansas then lost to kentucky and i i guess that that clicked for me last night because i was talking about that that i i i've held this belief that whoever went to kansas villanova game is going to win the national championship because the duke carolina game has so much emotion yeah that it's like 2015, right? 2015. When Wisconsin beat Kentucky. Wisconsin they, Kentucky. They thought they won the title, and then Duke was waiting on Monday and was like, welcome to the national title game. Wisconsin woke up on Sunday morning and was like, wait, what? We got to play again <laughs> yeah, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Dan oh, Katz was celebrating yeah, the title. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I and I I had, I had talked myself into like, maybe that's the most likely outcome is that the Duke Carolina winner does that as well. But then someone brought up 2012 that like it was the same sort of situation. Kentucky-Louisville. Kentucky beats Louisville. Uh, in the huge rivalry game, 
and then they obviously took care of business against Kansas in the title game. So now I'm all over the place. I don't know what to expect, but I, but I think there might be some of that from Kansas. Like it, it, it feels a little too familiar to Kansas mm-hmm. that like they're coming to a final four in new Orleans um, where they have a great team, but everyone's talking about the rivalry game and they, and everyone thinks that the blue no. blood on the other side yeah. in that rivalry game is mm-hmm. going to win the national championship. And they're like, all right, I've seen this story before. Yeah. And Kansas has the 1991 factor to it. Cause Dean Smith played Kansas played Carolina in 1991. Duke was waiting, you know, there for them to, yep. to see who was going to, to play Duke for coach K's, you know, first, you know, national title. So for all the Duke fans, you talk about destiny. They think that this is like this full circle moment where K's first title came against Kansas Came yeah. against Roy Williams, uh, who was at Kansas at the time, and they think that his last title is going to come. He's going to knock out two Roy. He's Williams He's going to knock out two Roy Williams teams, and that he's going to win the championship, and Whoa. he is going to be top dog for it. That is what Duke fans were telling me Whoa. last night. They were like, "This is our ultimate uh, vengeance. We we own you." And I'm laughing because I'm like, uh, <laughs> "That's what I, wait, 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 like, yeah, wait a second. <laughs> well, no, on. I mean we've talked about it. Uh, we've talked about it all tournament. I mean, honestly, like at the Sweet Sixteen. Um, they I are would, the most confident, though. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, Duke is doing like the fake humble stuff, but they, they really do think they've been like to, to, and and rightfully so in the sense yeah, that like fine. they've been playing well throughout the yeah, time. They, they, they haven't missed a shot. They have not games. missed a single shot. <laughs> I understand it. Um, but no, we we've been talking about our tournament. I mean, like starting in the Sweet <laughs> Sixteen, I was pointing out that because uh, I mean our our guy Andy Katz does his reseeding or his read. I love it. He does his tears from the of the Sweet Sixteen teams. <laughs> yes. And it's hilarious. A thankless job, by the way. Thankless job because <laughs> you notice that, like, when you when he tears these teams out or like says, like, here's how I see the remaining sixteen. Everybody's everybody that's not like number one is mad, and they have this attitude of like, why would we not be number one? Mm-hmm. We're in the Sweet Sixteen, dude. Like, how could you? I, I would say there's probably like two or three teams in the Sweet, but the rest of them are like, dude, we're we're playing well. Like, how how could yeah. you how could you count us out? You Miami could, was very upset. Yes, <laughs> Miami. Even you go to Elite Eight, you move on to the Elite Eight, and you're like ranking the and like someone has to be number eight. Not everybody can be yeah, number one. Miami was number and eight. <laughs> what you notice, like I guess, is like once the Sweet Sixteen hits, is that everyone does start talking themselves into being the team of destiny. Everyone yeah. starts saying like, this is our year. Everyone thinks, and oh my God, this Final Four. Uh, I I I the fact that it was the four blue bloods and and the the whole dynamic of it coming to new orleans i figured this would be the case but in the little time we've been here and talking to people it is a hundred percent the case that uh the, the the kansas fans are negging a little bit as you said like villanova there, there's a different dynamic to all of them but there's every single one of them like deep down there's an inherent belief they're gonna like, win it all. they're gonna win it all yeah yeah like, like the villanova fans it, like, if you if, if we went up to them push comes to shove and we were like you have to tell me right now if you're going to win it. They would say yes, yes, 100 percent of the time. Even the Kansas fans that are negative, like we're not going to win. I I would be like, yeah, you're not going to win because like they're uh, trying to shelf it for their yes. own emotions. Then, then I start. Then you start agreeing with them, and then they'll start arguing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you guys probably aren't because like honestly, like Villanova is really good. And, like I can see Villanova like, like slowing the game. Have you seen Martin in the tournament? Yeah, and then they're like, dude, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, I was agreeing with you. What are you talking? About? You just told me this. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. And Carolina fans, I mean. The read on we the read on all Carolina fans is like we're waiting for the rug to be pulled from underneath our yeah. feet. You know what I mean? A little bit because everything has been going so great for about a month. Yeah, and it like I said, we were on the dark side of the moon. We did not know up from down. Honestly, how are you feeling right now? Like, how are you not? Don't, don't speak to about at the whole peace. fan base. Don't at speak peace. to like Tate Frazier. How does Tate feel? I, I honestly feel at peace. I felt like I was. Uh, I've been worked up all season because I did not know up from down as i was saying and uh i think that when i look at where we are and what this team can do i finally feel 
at peace with this group. I love all of them. I mean, win, lose, or draw. I'm like, these guys are legends forever. I, I really do because of what they did in Durham and the fact yeah. that they're in the final four. I'm like, you guys did it. Um, it when I think about the, the K part of it, though, I mean, I honestly can't believe like this could be the last. I, I can't believe it's the last. I'm glad we get to play them again, you know? Like yeah. The fact that if, if Cameron Indoor was the last time, it would have been great, obviously. But I did feel like there was another chapter like in the story. I didn't think the story was over. It felt like there was a dot, dot, dot to be continued. You know what I mean? We're going to go. That, that was a new hope, and the Empire was going to strike back. And the Empire is here. And uh, <laughs> as as I look around at my fellow Jedi, I think we're undermanned a little bit. I think that they have you know all the resources. I think they have everything going in their direction. Everything is flowing that way. Everything seems to be perfectly yes. set up for Duke to knock us down. Yes. But for whatever reason, deep down, there's like a little seed. that there's used a glimmer to be a, of hope. There used to be a seed of doubt, and now it's a seed of hope. Help us, Obi-Wan. I got <laughs> yeah, it. You, yeah, you, love this, you love the Star Wars. <laughs> I'm lost in Star Wars. You, you I think the, it's TNT's fault. I'm someone lost. asked me, like, did, did Tate, uh, whatever show we did, uh, <laughs> we've done so many shows during this tournament, I forget, but someone was like, did Tate just like watch all the Star Wars movies before yes. the, the, the that day of games before you did the show? Because he was just ripping off Star Wars. I was like, probably. That's probably what happened. Well, when I got home uh, after after uh, it was, you know, we knew that it was going to be Carolina Duke, I, I watched A New Hope and uh, Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. Or Empire Strikes Back. And then, and then I watched the... Uh, yeah, I've been watching them. Don't worry. Don't worry, kids. I've seen I know every, what's going on. I've seen every Star Wars movie one time, so I know all the characters and I know the general idea. But then uh, when you start throwing out the analogies, yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of like... I, uh, I mean, there, I, there's I get some it, of them but I don't get it. You know, I'm not like there's like the diehard Star Wars fans that probably get upset about it. I'm just doing general. I'm doing general. You're just doing general. Me. Good guy, bad guy. Were, like my pastor from growing up, uh, you know, he reached out to me and was like, "We're gonna have to get you up to date on your whole like Satan and God and forever." <laughs> you know, I was like, he was like, "What are you talking?" I was like, "I'm just doing general talk." You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you had a pastor reach out. To he you reached out to me. He was like, "We're gonna get you up to date on uh because you called because you called Coach K Satan." I, no, just like what I, I guess like the whole construct of what i was talking about you oh know? not necessarily <laughs> your like, theology yeah my off. theology's off you know what i mean and uh and look i was raised i was raised well in a very smart church with very smart people everything i say don't take it as 100 percent facts you know what i mean <laughs> he this is more the of the show story. he's like tate i need i need he's to like tate say, i thought you were smarter than this you yeah. were in discipleship class you were in youth group you were youth group president come on dog i like, need to hear you say that you don't actually believe coach k and darth vader are the same scripture <laughs> you're like I, I can't say it, I, can't, I don't I, know i've seen i've seen <laughs> coach k in a bible I, i'm pretty sure <laughs> quick break to talk about our friends at coors light we are in new orleans and i am happy to report that the mountains in new orleans are in fact blue folks it's true i i they are just as blue in real life as they were in my dreams uh it, we, we are about to go hit bourbon street on saturday night after the are they carolina blue or are they duke blue though is the question uh th that that's the tough debate because you know i honestly the when the mountains are carolina blue it means the beer is not as cold so i think duke blue is actually i, I hate that i'm saying it but i think i prefer my coors light to be a little duke blue but uh whatever as long as the mountains are blue I'm happy. As long as a beer in my hand is a Coors Light, I'm happy because there's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. 
Also want to talk about our friends at Roback. Roback makes the most comfortable performance hoodie that exists on planet earth. I know this because I'm literally wearing one right now. They sent us some gear. I could not be more delighted to receive it. They, they sent me a basketball polo too, by the way, one of these uh, performance polos that uh, has a cool little basketball design on it. I packed it for the trip. I'm excited to bust it out. I'm just trying to figure out when the right time to bust it out. It's like, it, it feels like a power play to me. Like it feels like when I wear this thing, I'm going to mean business, but I'm also going to be very comfortable because the performance polos, you cannot find a better looking, better feeling performance polo. Even if you're not a polo guy, these polos are too good not to throw on for a night out. The prints keep getting better and better. Quality all around. As I said, the basketball print is my favorite, but they they got a ton of different prints. They they are stylish. They are comfortable. I couldn't think of anything better than throwing on some rowback, calling in on a sick Friday and just watching the game after game with the boys at the bar. Use code Titus at rowback.com for a generous 20% off your first purchase through the end of this week. That's spelled R-H-O. B-A-C-K dot com for 20% off all polos, quarters. Golf season's coming up, by the way. You got to get your polos and your quarter zips and, and your performance hoodies. Maybe not so much for golf season, but you got to get those because they're comfortable as hell. With code Titus, make sure to jump on the newly dropped performance hoodies just in time for spring. Go use promo code Titus, R-H-O-B-A-C-K dot com, 20% off. Go do it now. I have been surprised a little bit, uh, but maybe I shouldn't have been because like I was so fired up watching Carolina with you. Um, I have, I thought maybe there's a chance that after care after the final four was set, I I will go back to my home. I you know take a day or two off. I I, I think I went to the beach one day because I just needed nice. to like do a deep Deal exhale, mm -hmm. you know, flush it out, get ready mm -hmm. for the final four. <laughs> and I thought there was a chance that um, my my whatever little part of me that become a Carolina fan because I wanted to see you happy. I wanted to see the tightest <laughs> curse over. I wanted to end Coach K. Like all that. I, I thought there's a chance that would just like get flushed out. And, yeah, it would know, wash over you. It washed. I was like, yeah. cool. They made the Final Four. Like the the Duke game's coming up. Uh, I'm definitely gonna cheer for Carolina, but like I got a little carried away. The there. Sith, the Sith was gonna come get you. Yeah, yeah maybe. I, I just thought like I thought there's a chance that I would just look in the mirror and be like. Mark, you got a little carried away. You wore you wore yeah. a Carolina blue sweater on camera. Your <laughs> well, mom loved it. Yeah, you were clapping like crazy. Um, and I'm happy to report to the North Carolina fans listening, mm. the exact opposite has happened. That I have I have reached a level with North Carolina uh, that I, I and it might be because this is the first Final Four in three years. That's like a real Final Four, but uh, it does remind me of 2019 when I was bandwagoning Virginia so hard because mm. I I kept telling everybody Virginia was the best team in college basketball, and then they lost to a 16 seed. And my <laughs> professional credibility had never been lower. Yeah, and then the next year came around, and I was like. God damn it, I'm going down with the <laughs> yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so Virginia goes on the run, God's plan. We know what we know all that. And uh and I remember being in Minneapolis, like I, I don't know how this happened, but like I'm in the Virginia section. I'm almost crying because I'm so happy mm. that Virginia I was like, I became a Virginia fan because of, of UMBC and that whole uh, situation. <laughs> that damn Twitter account. <laughs> that damn Twitter account. Like, God damn. Um and and last night I, I realized like it, it, I'm almost there with North Carolina because you you gave me the Ed Coda jersey I wore to the live show. Uh, <laughs> Jim Jim's <laughs> upset. It's Jim Jim's Ed, Jim Jim stole it from home, a friend. Used to have an Ed Coda jersey. Gave it to me once upon a time and then uh, has has taken it back. Well, you took it. I last took night. it back. Yeah, yeah and I wore. It. And uh, anyway, I I have felt uh, and and I think Dan texting us um the group chat that he's just like firing off all his Coach K hate and and he yeah I the, the, I really have like felt like something stirring inside me that I'm like, we have to beat Duke. I, I've said we about North Carolina yeah. this week. That, that's how lost in this I am, dude. 
No, so I, I don't know if that's good yeah. or bad, but like that's where I'm at. And and I was wearing a North Carolina jersey around, <laughs> and I ran into a bunch of Ohio State coaches and Ohio State people, and they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, I was like, what is going on? I was like, "So I have a podcast. Uh, <laughs> let me explain." <laughs> please believe me. I like, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think uh, one, I I appreciate that uh, that you have bought in, and uh, we've needed it. We need all the allies we can take. The only ally that I do not want is Dave Portnoy. I would like him to. <laughs> Uh, please pull for Duke. pull for who you are. You're a Duke That's, guy. You're a Duke guy, dude. Pull he's a Duke. Duke guy. Yeah, pull yeah, for Duke. Like yeah. you know who you are. Um, but every other ally, like yourself, and I had a lot of people last night um, at the intersport thing that we were at that came up to me and they were like, the journey, the transformation of Titus from where we were to where he is right now, like that's how we know we're all hands on deck. You know what, what I mean? are you talking about? Oh, like, like just like the I've, fact that, that as I was, this run I was has been coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, who was it at that time? Remember so when Carolina lost by twenty five in the Dean Dome? <laughs> exactly. Ohio yeah, like I, I, of course, yeah. 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 But I mean, from that point that that we all have seen what <laughs> what was happening you know what i mean we all saw the sliding doors moment of wow coach k is really gonna leave with the title you know what i mean he really yes. is gonna he's gonna break john wooden's final four record and then he's gonna win a championship and then he's gonna leave the game and we're gonna have to hear about this forever forever Literally and i think forever. like everyone that is a carolina fan or at least like you know there's some people that aren't even carolina fans that have reached out to me they've just been like I get it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I get that it's all hands on deck. And also, like, I don't like Carolina. But for this one moment in time, I understand the larger picture here. Yes. Which is, like, if we if Kate is not losing it, and if he loses to Carolina, I think it, it dissolves all of the future conversation. Because, like, Duke fans don't want to talk about it because it all comes back to Carolina. Yes. If he wins the championship, we never hear the end of that. Like, Jay yes. Billis compares everything to that for the next 20 years. Uh, every single Duke personality, J.J. Reddick, Jay Williams. Yes, I mean, it's, you, a non -conference, Grant Hill. it's a non-conference game between it, Duke and yeah. Furman. And, yeah. and, they're talking about and they're Coach K's like, final year. Remember when, yeah, yeah this game, it, I mean, it's like 20 years from now, and you're mm -hmm. just like, you know, Duke. the way Duke jumped out to an early lead in this mm -hmm. one reminds me of the yeah. 2022 National Championship when Duke won that. And yeah. you're just like, what, why are we still doing this we're still do we're um, going to be doing that forever so that that is i think a lot and i appreciate you realizing that and i think a lot of people have dan katz he's an ally that i appreciate you know what i mean the yeah. guy seems like he, he's taking it on the chin <laughs> i mean you know what i mean like <laughs> there's a lot of people that thought that i would be on the front lines yelling like dan is at the clouds but i am not that guy <laughs> Dude, this week this week just going about my business walking my dog around the neighborhood and then my phone will buzz and I'll look down and Dan's like, I'm in a Wikipedia rabbit yeah. hole looking up how coach K sticking. He, he, what do you he say? He's on a recruiting, he's in a recruiting rabbit hole where he's, he's connecting the dots that coach K sticking around team USA longer than he should have, which is what Bob Knight was bitching about. Yeah. Shout the out reason coach he Knight. did that was to help recruiting because his recruiting went through the roof by mm -hmm. his association with team USA. I and, know LeBron, you want me to yeah, call him? Yeah. That was coach K's bitch. Dan, but Dan's like sending these texts out of nowhere, like in the middle of the day, just like, bam. And then you'll like get one in the, in the middle yeah. of the night and then you'll get one, you know, and uh, that's sometimes that, I'll throw like a little sauce on there, like a little like extra detail. I know. And Dan's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's losing to, his mind. Honestly. I need to make up fake shit. And, and I was like, here's one you forgot about. He'll tweet and, it. And he'll, he'll tweet <laughs> he'll it in 10 minutes. He's and like, oh, my God. But this is why uh, I was I was going crazy. The uh, uh, when Carolina was about to play St. Peter's. And I, I remember we were doing the, the live show after the games. And I, I was yelling in the camera like, it's time to get serious. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the moment for me where I was. I, I think like, that was a moment that you won over a lot of Carolina fans. Because I, I have <laughs> I have I will on the show. And and spoiler alert to you and all the Carolina fans that listen. Mm -hmm. uh, after this weekend, 
I will go back to making North Carolina jokes and, and whatever. But the time is the now. The point was, like, yeah, the time is now. It's serious. We have to stop this man mm -hmm. at all costs. I don't know. I, I, you're, you, you have a sense of. You, you said you're calm. Mm -hmm. You said you're at peace. My motto, my motto right now is, if not now, then when? Yes. If not us, then who? Okay. That I like is that. North Carolina right now. I, I am. I, I go back and forth because I. I am too. I am so stupid that like I. I really do genuinely believe that like Dan texting us is making a difference. It is. <laughs> like I, I. I think it's gonna make a difference in the game, and, and it, it might be bad. It might be the bad <laughs> difference. I, I. Like I said, like not every ally is created equal. I think Dan is the good ally, but I also worry about we're in a we're in the town of Voodoo. You know what I mean? We got a lot yeah. of there's a lot of energy all but, over the place. Like I'm scared that some of this energy might be helping Coach K. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because. The Sith, they, they fuel off this energy of hate. You know what I mean? The more hate, yes, the better, yes. Yeah. So when you're sending the hate out, they're soaking it up. That's but I'm, I've, I've done the meditative thing where I've, I've just closed my eyes. Do you have the Calm app? I've, <laughs> you up? I don't subscribe. I got the free version. I, I, I do too. No, I, I actually don't. Oh, really? You it's have the free good. version? Yeah, man. Matthew McConaughey tells some stories on there. They're pretty funny. No free ads, Tate. <laughs> um, I, uh, <laughs> I've done the meditative exercise of closing my, I haven't actually done this or maybe I have, I don't know. Um, and pictured North Carolina beating Duke. I've seen it. Mm. I've seen it in my mind's eye. I've seen us spilling out onto Bourbon Street after the win on Saturday. Wow. Uh, we, I've seen us like fighting with each other about whether we should go do the podcast that or we have to out. do or yeah. just stay out and celebrate mm. and how sick is this? And like, and then we were like, well, let's do both. And we're, Let's do both. We're, we're podcasting. We're reporting. Pod we're <laughs> we're podcasting at four thirty. You have a North Carolina jersey yeah. on again. <laughs> yes, I'm getting killed for tucking it in because it's down to my knees, dude. And, I, uh, I love that you tucked it in. That's a message tuck. to all the Duke fans out there that uh, we tuck in our jerseys because we respect the game. Yeah, that's true. That's all it was. No, I'm not a jersey guy, so I don't know. I don't know what the protocol was. I last night I put your, the the Ed Coda jersey on. It was almost down to my knees. I was like, this looks like a dress. <laughs> And I was like, I don't, I'm not a really tuck in shirt guy, but also I'm not a wear shirts down to my knees guy. You're not a Mark Williams guy. Yeah, You're like, I'm a tuck in my shirt. Yeah. So I was like, I don't really know what to do. But I also forgot to pack a belt. So when I tucked it in, I was trying to tuck it in in such a way that for it like, the belt, you were yeah, trying to, yeah, I, I, that it overlapped the belt so no one could see I didn't have a belt. I felt on. really bad when uh, you came in last night and you were like, Does anyone have an extra belt? <laughs> I know, dude. Because everyone only brings one belt, like you said. I mean, Everybody they, only packs oh, one belt. Everyone's got one That's belt. That's the worst thing to forget on the road exactly. is a belt. Yeah. Nobody has an extra belt. Mm -hmm. No, but and, and you can get and, anything else you need. You can get deodorant, you get yes. toothbrush. If I went razor. down to the front desk of the hotel, I was like, I forgot my belt. They're like, sucks for you, dude. <laughs> They're like, there's <laughs> like a gap around the corner, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh where was I? So um I, I talked myself into that, uh that 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 it's going to happen. But then I also like then the rational part of me is like, that's that's stupid. Like that's not that's not how this works. You can't just like mm -hmm. talk yourself into it. And as you said, so I'm all over the place. I have to believe that Carolina's gonna win. I have to believe I, but but I don't know, man. I think the most likely, like if I was actually gambling on this, I would, I would say Duke's going to win and then lose in the national championship. I do think Kansas is going to beat Duke in the national championship. Mm. I think that's what's going to happen. Mm. But I think Kansas is going to win the championship. I don't know who it's against, but I, I do think they're going to win the championship. And and they've honestly made me believe that more with their attitude about it. And I think Ochai has not had a, an Igbaji game where we're like, that is an, yeah. the Ochai game. You He's know been what the I mean? only All-American left in the tournament for like... And we're wa like, we've what, been waiting for him to yeah. kind of snap into it a little bit. And I think he does that in New Orleans. I really do. I, I Or I hope he does, honestly. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I had a dream the other night that Armando Baycott had two fouls by the first media timeout, and it was 10-2, to two and RJ had just dribbled the ball off his foot out of bounds. Um, more of a nightmare, really. Um, so I could see it going any variety of ways, but we're not even playing, as, as we know the Final Four, we're not even playing in a basketball gym. The, 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 the X factor of all this is like, you're playing in a football stadium. That mm-hmm. perception is always a thing. Carolina can never shoot in a Final Four. I mean, if you go look at the national title game, look at Justin Jackson's stat line. He's 0 for 9 from 3. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we have always struggled shooting in a dome. And that worries me because I think against Duke, we're going to have to have some of these Caleb Love, you know, But is that good because Duke has made every shot that, that they've looked at? They've So they're going to be overconfident and keep shooting, like, Paolo is going to shoot. They probably have been shooting in the pull-ups with his heels on the three-point line, <laughs> fading away because he's like, I've been hitting these all tournament, and I yeah. look sick as shit, and everyone's talking about me going number one now. Yep. And maybe he's going to put those up and start bricking them now. I would love that. That, that, that would, would be great. Be cool. you should that would that, be Paolo. great. That would, that would be really good. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 of prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers, then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TAPE at $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TAPE. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also got to talk about our friends at First Leaf. When you're on the hunt for new wine, you have two options. You can wander around your local grocery store or wine mart picking bottles at random, or you can get personalized wines you'll love delivered right to your door and for a fraction of the cost. If you love the excitement of discovering new wines, but hate the risk of disappointment, or you're an idiot like me and have no idea what you're doing when you're standing in front of the wine selection at a grocery store, First Leaf Wine Club is a no-brainer. First Leaf is a wine club that curates and ships wines that are personalized to your taste, allowing you to discover wines from five continents and 12 countries. When you rate the wine you receive, First Leaf learns more about your palate. So not only are you getting introduced to a ton of new wine, each First Leaf box gets better as you go. So it's the perfect combination of discovering new stuff, but also every time you get a box, you get excited because there's going to be, you know that there's going to be a few bottles in there that you'll absolutely love. But here's a fun little not-so-secret about First Leaf. They work directly with winemakers, which means you get incredible wine 60% off retail. First Leaf is so confident you'll love the wine. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you receive a bottle that isn't exactly what you're hoping for, First Leaf will credit your account. I'll say it again, 100% satisfaction guarantee. You have them ship the wine. You're trying new stuff. You don't like it. You think First Leaf made a mistake. That's okay. Tell them. 100% satisfaction guarantee. They will credit your account. If you love finding and tasting new wine, First Leaf is a no-brainer. Join today. You'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95. Do the math on that. That's insane. And free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com. Geico asks, How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners, condos, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save today. How about Paolo being number one now, by the way? Is that, how do we, because uh, I think that might. I don't think that's, first of all. That's not real. I, that's not real. That's yeah. not the real. NBA, he's not number one. No. That's not. But that's, that's media people. This is like 1993 NBA draft thinking that yes. like playing well in the NCAA tournament is going to boost is, you. Is going up. to like push you to the middle. I still think Ivy has a chance to go number one. Yeah. I, mean, I really it, do. It, we, we, we can cross that bridge later. Yeah, but yeah. how does, uh how does Paolo, the ascension of Paolo, is that have you have you thought about that going into this game that like because maybe there's a world where Paolo Bencaro is reading the mock drafts and he's like I I have a chance to like he gets a little too selfish in this game or are you terrified because Paolo is playing at a level that he hasn't all year even like he was he's been he's been good all year he's been you know mm -hmm. obviously he's a great player but um he's been up and down and and how engaged he's been and 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 yeah and now he's playing the best he's, he's fully engaged season. now yeah. I, I, my biggest fear is that Bancaro in this game decides i don't have to score 30 points i'm going to lock up brady manic that, 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 that's that, a nightmare I, scenario and i think yeah. that's a nightmare scenario because yeah. like at that point then you're like okay wow this duke team has figured out the larger message of this which is like we have to play both sides of the court, and we also are going to play team basketball. I mean, every single Duke fan I've talked to, they're all like, it's funny because it's the opposite of what it was when I was a kid. When I was a kid, every Carolina Duke game, it was like, Carolina's a more talented team. Duke's the better team, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're better playing with each other. And now we're in the Final Four at this crossroads in time, and it's like, Duke is obviously the more talented team. They have three lottery guys mm -hmm. on their team. Carolina is the better basketball team, I think. I think their five is a better team than Duke's five, mm -hmm. but Duke has way more talent. And it's like we're both envious of each other in that sense. Like yes. Duke fans, deep down, that's who they want to be and that's who they identify as. And Carolina fans, deep down, that's who we are. That's who we identify as. You know what I mean? So it's like this weird. There's like this. That's why a lot of people are like, what? My mom even said this last night. I was like, there's not the same level of disdain. I mean, obviously, we hate Duke, and it's, but it's like a little bit of like, you have a piece of us. We have yeah. a piece of you. We can't hate you. We we hated you all these years for being the, for uh, being what we are. Now. What we are. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a it's a very strange 180 flip. So it's hard for me to say what what uh what it's going to really play out like. But I do think that Bancaro, if he decides to be like defensively engaged, yeah. that is going to be the difference. Yeah. The, that, I, I mean, that, that you, you said it. If, if Paolo Bancaro wants to play defense. If he's like blocking shots and like like getting in a – if he's in a defensive stance on the first possession, I'm worried. But if he slaps the floor, I'm not. Yes. If they, oh, <laughs> they slap the floor, I think that's good for Carolina. I hope they slap the floor. I mean, that would be, that would shoot me up. Like if I they, see them slap they, the floor, they I'm, slap I'm the locked. floor as they fall yeah. into a two, three zone. <laughs> Well, that's the other part, and I know you know some guy last night. That's the life. most Duke thing. That's the most Duke thing that could possibly happen. Is you open the game, Carolina wins the tip. Yeah, and Duke walks back on defense. Like all it, five it, of them slap the floor. It, the, the ball gets tipped back to RJ, but he doesn't like he 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 kind of he takes a moment. He like might lick like as he's dribbling it, he yeah. licks his the yeah. bottom of his feet. You know, yeah, 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 and, yeah, and yeah, does yeah. that deal. Pulls the socks up. Whereas it takes a deep breath, he's like, "Here we go," and he starts dribbling. And as he, as that's happening, Duke's guys fall back into two three zone, and all in unison slap the floor. I hope that happens for maybe save it for the national championship if Duke makes it. But like that, that that's the going away present. 
we Ducators need. Oh is... man, if they all slap the floor together, I'm gonna feel really good about Carolina's chances. I really, I really would. If that happened, if they all five slap, but the then floor, fall into a zone because that's and the then fall into a zone. Well, that, and, and I said this to you. I mean, the Duke's X factor all tournament defensively is just going to a two three zone. Yeah, and Carolina can be a not two, even three a good zone. two three zone. No, no, that's what I mean. Like it worked on these other teams that don't see zone very much, and they were a little thrown off, right? But Carolina is fine playing against the zone. They play Syracuse, who runs a better version of that zone. So I maybe mean, not, to, not, maybe yeah, not, not this year, not, but, yeah, 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 but yeah. in general, usually. Yeah, but uh, or more familiar with it. Anyways, I think that uh, that that wrinkle is going to play a part because I don't think Duke can do that and throw Carolina off. I think they're going to pick Carolina up full court. They're going to make. Then work yeah. and they're gonna try to make them have shortened shot clocks and things like that. And I'm gonna be going crazy because I'm like, why don't we pick them up if they're picking us up and we're not going to? And you know, I, I already see all these scenarios. Dude, out. this is it's crazy because this is a, a like a basketball game. I don't know. It, it it it's dawning on me how short a basketball game is and how like yeah. like the the hype of this game feels like a football game mm-hmm. where football is. I know I'm just saying obvious things right now, but I don't know. This is just a. A, a stream of consciousness, stream of consciousness. Here. that football you, you have all the hype all week leading up to it you, you're talking about like adjustments that can be made on the fly and like all, all the different schemes you could throw and like the halftime adjustments and all like and there are adjustments in basketball or whatever but like a 40 minute game goes by so fast mm-hmm. and it, it's crazy that there, there's a million different ways this can go and if it starts going one way in football i feel like there's time to like get it back you know what I mean? Like yeah, if, yeah. If, if we're getting killed on like this matchup on with our offensive linemen getting killed, we got to scheme this to do that, and then you can sort of like fix it and and come back in the game. But in basketball, if the game start, if if after the the second, you know, media timeout, Carolina's not hitting shit. Duke's on fire. Yeah, you, you're, you just look around. You're like, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Carolina, or the other way around. You're like, we might have it. To, I don't know. And, no, no, no. I know. It's crazy in basketball that you can just like feel it in the moment. Like, like, like I said last year, watching the national championship when when Baylor yeah. jumps out the big lead, I was like, not Gonzaga's night. Yeah, no, Baylor's gonna win this. It's yeah. over. Game. <laughs> Carolina lost the first game against Duke by the first media timeout. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, That's crazy. And in the second game, I mean, Duke was up three at halftime, so it wasn't yeah. like the same thing. It was a. Re- I think I hope that this game is more like the second game. But the fact that I've already seen a version where Duke knocked them out in the first round, basically, yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's why most Carolina fans are like, it's hard for us to have like this, uh, you know, bravado about it. You know what I mean? Because I've seen both sides of the coin. I I understand what it could look like if Baycott has two fouls by the first media timeout. It's probably game over. Yeah. And if you're Duke, that's all they're trying to do. Yeah. And in fact, if I'm Hubert Davis, I'm like, I might throw a weird little wrinkle where I pull Baycott early just to like mess with them and put Kerwin Walton in and go small and make like there. It's going to be a lot of chess ma- things that are happening in this yeah. game. A lot of chess matches. But so there's a fun. world where uh, it, Carolina comes out hot and the pressure starts building on Duke, yeah, you know? And it's not like I don't think, I, I think it's more, far more likely if Duke jumps out to an early lead and like 10 minutes into the game, Duke's up 12. Carolina screwed. Whereas if Carolina's up twelve, I don't think we're necessarily saying like, oh, they're going to run away. With, you know, like no one's going to say that. There, there is but, no world in which the Carolina is up, like blows them out like St. Peter's. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? But um, there, I, I do think there's something too. Like if Carolina takes the first punch in the mouth and 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 responds and and builds a lead, takes a lead in the halftime, the psychology of it, as as we've been saying, Carolina has nothing to lose. I mean, as much as as much as this. Is is the Armageddon of this rivalry, and 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 you know, like yeah. you you want the win so badly, 
Um, there, there's, there's no one that actually is going into this game expecting North Carolina to win. Every ounce of pressure is on Duke to win this thing. And if every Carol- single pick that I have seen TV yes. online has yes. picked Duke. Yes, I've never seen anything like it. Yes, I thought. That, I mean, and I get it, but I, I, I have been shocked that literally there's not there's one person not one that person. Has said, "Hey, maybe Carolina wins this so one." Not one person. Not one person. So uh, that that'll be fascinating. You know? Cause, like, but but I guess the, the whole the, why I brought it up is because like I, we we've talked about it so much this week. There's so there's obviously so much talk about it, but uh, the hype of this game feels like a Super Bowl type thing. But it it like you and I just fleshing out what might happen in the game. I it, it just dawned on me. I was like, dude, in a Super Bowl. I don't know. The team runs back the opening kickoff. The game's not over. In yeah. Basketball. Like if Duke if Duke does jump out to like a nine zero lead, you're like, well, there it is. Yeah, there it That's is. It. Yeah. That's game. Yeah, you're playing. You're I don't playing, know. You're it, playing it, four minute games with them. And it's you know not I mean? game. Like I like people listening are probably losing their minds because mm-hmm. they're like, "That's not true." They like, can come back from down Look at nine. Baylor. Yeah, but also, I don't know. There's there's there, there, you can you can get a sense of where the game's going immediately, and there's the, and it's not going to like necessarily yeah. ship. I think se. my worst nightmare, honestly, uh, of all of it, would be Carolina being up by twenty five. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding because I, it would, it would, uh, it, it would. I would know what was coming. You know what I mean? It's Carolina, and like the idea, like if it wasn't like if I, the idea that Carolina was up 25 with 10 minutes ago, and the flagrant two gets called on RJ Davis out of nowhere, and he gets tossed from the game, the, and then Duke makes a, a, a comeback like Baylor, I don't think I can handle. It. That I just really reminded. That just reminds me of last night. The 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 biggest laugh we got of the entire show was when I I very earnestly asked you, uh, "Is winning a national championship this year good for?" Villanova. I was like, hey, let me ask you this. If Villanova wins, this is actually good for them. And then the place <laughs> starts overroaring. Like, you saying North Carolina being up 25 might actually be the worst thing. They could <laughs> it just as far as my heart, you know what I mean? I, I'm thinking about like what could break me, you know what I mean? Because I would never feel like you said, like if Carolina was up 12, I would not feel the same as if Duke was up 12. You know what I mean? It feels like if Duke's up 12, there's no way Carolina is going to be able to 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 yeah. inch their way because everything there you know, we know what it is. I mean, this is going to be a they're going to have to play an, a perfect game yeah. pretty much to have a chance. They're going to have to basically beat Duke by thirty to win by five. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like and yeah. I know a lot of people are like, what does that even mean? It means that like this game, you know what it means. Yeah, you know what I mean. I it's going to take a lot to beat Coach K. Yeah, a I, whole lot. Uh, <laughs> A whole lot. <laughs> um, last thing I, w- I would say is uh, the the talking about like all the allies and everyone coming together to take down K. Uh, <laughs> the the Villanova Kansas fans. How many of them are going to stick around? They said like, they, whoever, they said they all are. Yeah. Every everyone the, that I've asked has been like, oh, I'm all in. You know, I was like, if you lose, lose, I was like, even if you lose, they're like, yeah, we're gonna stick around and boo. Because as the Kansas fans have told, they're like, we expect to, you know, they're they're playing all ho hum. And the Villanova fans, I think that they don't really like Duke. You know what I mean? I think Villanova has a little bit of, uh, we don't want to be Dukes, so we got to make sure y'all know we hate Duke. You know what yes, I mean? So yeah. they so they, they yes, want to hang yes, out and, and make yeah. sure that's the case. Yeah, we're not Duke. We we're not Duke. Duke. We yeah, hate we, Duke. We never do that. <laughs> um, all the Biggies fans like they yes, are Duke. <laughs> Anything else? Any other? Uh... Um, should we? I mean, do we? We don't have to make predictions, right? We're reactions. I don't want to make predictions. Yeah. I'm. I'm I, I don't know how. You, how are you feeling though going into it? Like when when you look at tomorrow's slate, you're gonna I'll, go to bed I won't tonight. make a prediction. I'll say the most fun. Uh, I think I, I, the outcome I probably want. The outcome I'll be rooting for. I'll say that mm-hmm. um, is Carolina obviously beats Duke, and I do think Kansas. I, I think Kansas over Carolina is the one that makes the most sense in my head. Kansas over Carolina makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, it, it, and, and that becomes the Roy Williams farewell tour. Amazing. You know what I mean? It always was. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. If, if, it's, if the, Kansas, it's, the, it's the man. It's the, it's the two astronauts in space meme. You know, it's like, wait, it was the Roy Williams farewell tour yeah, all along. Yeah. Yes. Always has all been. along. Yeah. That, that that to me is the best outcome of all this, which means it's probably not going to happen. Of course. And again, no disrespect to Villain. Like honestly, literally, yeah, Villanova the only, Duke feels like the the. <laughs> no, it, literally, the only thing I care about is that Duke doesn't win. That's yes. it. If Duke doesn't win, mm-hmm. I don't care how it happens, how we we get there. As long as Duke does not, and it's not even Duke. As long as I, I should. I should walk that back because a lot of Duke fans are like, why do you hate Duke so much? And I'm like, are, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll send you a PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I honest to God, like most of my life, I, I have not hated Duke. I've like been annoyed, but like yeah, uh, yeah. on the scale of one Perturbed. to 10, my hatred was probably like three or four. Maybe sometimes I get up to five or six, depending on the makeup of a certain Duke team. The mm-hmm. Grayson Allen years, maybe it touches a seven. A Poshis, a Melchione. Yeah. 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 But you know, most of the time it's like a three or a four. <laughs> And it's it's the Coach K farewell tour. It's been at a ten. The the it it it's it's the most nauseating shit I've ever endured as a college basketball fan in my life. And so, I I should I should clarify. I I don't necessarily want Duke to lose because in 2015 when I was at the Final Four, I thought it was kind of like when Duke beat Wisconsin. I wasn't cheering for Duke, but I was like I was pretty sick how they won that game and like that was, yeah, that that was, was a, great a great game, game and yeah. like some of those guys were likable on the Duke mm-hmm. team, so it was whatever. Um, I'm not cheering against Duke. I'm cheering against Coach K. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I am cheering every ounce of my being, every every like second that I've been alive and watched college basketball has, has for me as a fan has led to this moment that where I'm in the building for Coach K's final game, whether it is Saturday or Monday, I have to do everything I can to boo this man mm-hmm. and to make sure he goes a, home a loser. Yeah. I want him to go to his little pasture in Durham and as he's staring at the sunset and and his 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 time on this earth is coming to a close, I want his final thoughts to be, I am I a failed loser. You. I failed. I failed you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's what I want, mm-hmm. and if that happens, I will be a happy boy. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be good. And if yeah. that makes me a hater, <laughs> yeah, yeah, then, then I don't know. Uh, I yeah, don't know. Maybe I'm a hater. Yeah, I uh, honestly, I, I just want to say this because I've seen a lot of Duke fans, and a lot of fans said this to me last night. They're like, "I think it's pretty pathetic." And that's the word they use. I think it's pretty pathetic. The Carolina fans just want to beat Duke. They don't want to win the national championship, and I just want to say that is false. We want to win the national championship. Yeah, like I, I don't know how that got like I don't know how Duke fans like they have taken all this like Coach K talking. They're like they only want to beat us. <laughs> Shut up. You know what's pathetic is throwing a year long parade for yourself yeah, and making everyone pathetic. line up to jerk you off. And, I know, and whether you want to or not, and that's mm-hmm. pathetic. One more jerking, please. <laughs> <laughs> Coach K just knocking on the door and unzipping. Please, his pants sir, can I have some more? <laughs> that's literally what he's on. My uh, God. Yeah. So um, anyway, any, any everyone here thinks they're going to win the title. These four yeah, teams, which yeah. I which it's I think be, is it's the first time we've been in a Final Four like that, where like every single fan base, <laughs> every single team thinks that they are the team of destiny. The, the plan that. is we're going to do a show on Saturday night after the game. Again, uh, Tate might die one way or mm-hmm. another, so mm-hmm. maybe I do a solo. Almost maybe died Jim, on maybe Wednesday. Jim, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Jim helps, helps helps me out. Maybe it's Jim, just me and Jim doing the show. Um, and then we'll do on Monday. That that's what uh we're we're going to do. Any other thoughts? Shout out to the people that came to the live show. Shout out! It was a great time. Appreciate everyone. Appreciate the Nopsy Hotel. Appreciate also, our guy Derek. Little secret that we couldn't say before the show. Yeah, we weren't allowed to advertise it, but uh, the show's happened, so I'm going to say it now. It was an open bar, so all of you that didn't come <laughs> and food, by the way, all of you that didn't come. Sorry about you. Sorry. We, had, we had a great time. Had a great time. Best we had a times. great time with the open bar. Um, 
Yeah. 3X3U also? 3X3U. Yeah, if you are in New Orleans, come watch. If you're not, watch on Twitter. Uh, Tate's going to be on... Uh, uh, Was it uh, ESPN2 or ESPNU? Yeah. I think it's ESPN2. But yeah, yeah, that's for two hours, but the rest of the time... It's Titus mostly on the Twitter. Lounge, yeah. um, and that'll be going on. But Brad yeah, Davison playing? Brad, Brad told me he uh, he goes, they call charges in this thing. And I said, I, I swear to God, this is true. There's the Brad da Wisconsin said Brad Davis is coming back for another year as an April Fool's joke, by the way. I oh think an April God. Fool's joke. I don't yeah, know why, I don't why think it Brad is, today. Yeah. Um, but this is not an April Fool's joke, Brad. I we ran into him yesterday, and he he asked, "Do they allow charges in this thing?" And I said, "I don't, dude. I, these are the worst refs you're ever going to see in your life. Like, I don't know if they're going to call anything." And he's like, "I'm going to get him to call a charge." He said he's going to get five in the game. Yeah, and, and I'm, it, we're not kidding. And again, I, we're playing to 21. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if someone draws five charges in a game, they have literally ruined the integrity of the game. Oh, man. there's a chance he does that. But shout out to Brad. Uh, Jim, do you have any New Orleans thoughts? New Orleans has been a nightmare <laughs> since I left my house in L.A. This whole trip. I was asked to do a favor to bring a little bag. I get it's the so bag, goddamn the bag heavy. The he had to Dude, bring literally looks like a bazooka. One, in it. Yeah, 81 pounds. $230 for me to bring that. My bag weighs 50 pounds and my backpack weighs 20 pounds. 200 pounds. How did you? How did you get? On Dude, the plane? it takes so long. It takes so long for them to calculate how much they should charge for that bag because it weighs <laughs> so much. They have to like get NASA to do it or something. Uh, miss figures. my flight. Yeah, have to go on standby. They make me walk to another <laughs> terminal at LAX. Wait on standby. You were supposed to get here when I got yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait on standby. Um, I'm third. I get. No one wants to, to put fifth. you on the plane because I get you brought to a fifth. freaking yeah. weapon of mass destruction. Dude, I'm watching my name, and as people, I'm always the next person, and they're going green, green, and then... <laughs> Yellow. No, then I get bumped. <laughs> Somebody out of nowhere, and it's just me. And then they call everybody, and I don't get on standby. So then they're like, oh, you got to go back to that other terminal. So I go back to that other terminal. Okay. So I, I have to go through security again, <laughs> both times. <laughs> I, wish I missed that next standby. I've taken that big uh, grenade-looking case <laughs> and said that you were checking. Like you were like, uh, I'm not checking Dude, this. So I go carry on. So I'm back at Terminal Four, where I first went and first went to security when they told me to leave, and then I can't get on standby at that plane. So I have to go back to Terminal Five again through security. Um, and then I finally get on the plane, go through that storm Tate was dealing with. That was horrible. <laughs> watching the lightning like hit my plane all over i was like god damn it if i get killed did they drop if I get killed the, uh, after all this no oxygen no oxygen mask no um i was yelling for it though i was begging for it but um i just kept screaming we're all gonna die we're all gonna die you do so. that on every flight though, yeah i do like, jim will do <laughs> yeah. that as we're taking off just to troll everybody that's a that's a gym that's yeah a exactly i i always <laughs> just yell like I, w I was drinking with the pilot before this. <laughs> <laughs> that goes over well. Um, so then, yeah, get to New Orleans. My hotel was uh, a dump. And uh, the toilet's in the middle of the room. And then um, there's just like blood stains everywhere. But there are it, there was a cool balcony. That's nice. TV didn't work and the toilet didn't work. But who needs those at a hotel room? So... <laughs> then we we go to the live show uh oh yeah didn't get to shower after dragging all this crap around and marching five miles back and forth in between 
terminals. Um, wake up yesterday and come straight to the Gym venue to make awesome. sure everything works. Um, I tell you guys to leave, so I'm going through the videos. I asked the AV guy, um, oh, you only got one speaker? You're running all this stuff and all the mics into the one speaker, huh? And he's like, mics? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not going to get to leave here and take a shower. That's good. Um, and then, yeah, we went out last night. Um, me and Tate went to that party, saw Brad Davison there wearing mesh shorts while everyone else was dressed up. That was yeah, cool. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Brad was wearing he, uh, He's married to the game, dude. Like Brad Davison. He came from gym class. He was the kid who like at in high school was like wearing the gym class. Like clothes. Dude, he's married to the game. Never, he, was he taking charges? Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I saw him taking charge. Uh yeah, then we bounced, uh, came back here for a bit, and then I Ubered back to my place, and then I walked out to finally get food because the only thing I ate yesterday was I was at the bar downstairs, and I asked for a chicken Caesar salad, and they said, oh, we can't give you that, but we do have ribs, and I was like, <laughs> okay. It was the only thing I ate yesterday. It was like, we don't have sugar season. We, we have something similar to chicken season. Salad, yeah, they're like, ribs. yeah, chef's, chef's choice where they just like, if we're out of this, can we substitute this? So yeah, salad, ribs, what's the difference? So um, I ate half a, half a rack of ribs. And that was all I've eaten since I've gotten here. I've been here three days. I haven't showered yet. I'm you totally showered in three it. days? No. Jeez. Uh, maybe more. I don't remember when I showered in LA. But so... So I was so hungry when I get back to that <laughs> crack hotel and uh, oh. I went for a walk to like get a hot dog or anything, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just minding my own business. And a guy comes up oh, and um, you're like Ignatius Riley. Like <laughs> I don't know who that <laughs> is. Gotta go but you got to you got to read Confederacy. That's I, all I think of when I come to New Orleans. Yeah, it's Confederacy. You like that book. But anyway, uh, yeah, guy comes up. And um, asked me for five bucks, and I said no. And then um, he proceeded to pull out a knife and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said I said I had no money. There's nobody around, by the way. It looks like everything's like boarded up in this neighborhood like it looked like hurricane <laughs> katrina was coming again or some shit when he asked you like did you say it no like, i was like, like no. walking he like came oh, up okay. dude and there's no one what around kind of knife? i'm what like kind of just knife? like a small knife like a switch i, love thing. T I was and laughing <laughs> i was laughing at t lab and you said he pulled out a knife and Tate fell over laughing and uh he's like yeah give uh um, give me all your cash or whatever the hell he said i'm like dude i don't have any cash. cash who has cash i don't I know who has cash nobody has cash you said and, do, do you have i'm like do you have a hot dog do you take square do you have a square you can plug it yeah phone? i'll venmo you what's your venmo and uh <laughs> um so i pull out my wallet to prove i don't have any cash and apparently i had hit an atm at some point and i had like a hundred bucks oh, and he was all pissed he's like what the fuck <laughs> You liar. He's like talking about you. He's like, I should stab you right now. I should stab you right now. And he took the hundred bucks and just like took off. Oh my God. Are you okay? Are you traumatized? That man's Am name? I? I don't know. That man's name? Brad Davison. <laughs> yeah. And it was Coach K. What was the guy? Coach K. Give me all your money. Yeah. You got robbed last night? Yeah. That is crazy, dude. And then I wake up and... I, you guys are like, let's go do the pod like right now. 
And so I have to get this 200 pounds of crap out of my room because I had to check out because I knew oh I wouldn't God. be back. Jim is, so. I, 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 I've held, held this belief for a long time. I continue to hold this belief after hearing the story that if you strapped a GoPro to Jim and just. You'd have the greatest show. <laughs> you'd have the greatest show of all time. Eyewitness. Just let, mm. like, let Jim loot. Jim will walk out to smoke a cigarette and he'll disappear for three hours and then come back and be like, did you guys see the. The pack of wolves running down the street. <laughs> we're like, what? everyone wants reality TV until they watch Eyewitness with Jim. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus Christ, this is the world. I did see Grant Hill at the airport. Did okay. he try to stab you? No. <laughs> All right. There you have it. What a great story. Thanks, Jim. Lighthearted story from the <laughs> yeah. We're here till Tuesday. It's only Friday. Yeah. Do you think you get robbed again this week? I hope not. I hope Hopefully, I get shower. Stay safe. Yeah, yeah. Take a shower. That well, maybe that's my defense is a stink, like a a skunk. You know, like yeah, I'll just not stench. shower so nobody will rob me. Very they won't go near me. Very you know, that's what Alan Iverson used to do. That's an Ignatius. He rather. would never shower, so like he would stink. People wouldn't want to guard him, get near him. Mm. Didn't so, he also like pack? Was that he, he didn't pack anything. He, he would buy, anything. buy clothes, buy clothes in, on the... in every city yeah. on, on road trips. Just buy shit and then leave it in and the hotel room. he always wore brand new boxers. Yeah. He never wore just like everything was He new. never like washed them and wore them again. He just wore brand new. Where, so did, Dame Dash. where did Alan I Someone DM Alan Iverson and ask him where he gets a belt in New Orleans when he would come here. Oh, that guy uh, stole my belt too. <laughs> <laughs> but it was my extra one. So, you know, <laughs> always bring two belts. <laughs> All right. There you have That's it. That's it. Uh, all right, we're gonna we gotta go do we gotta run we gotta go do the three x three u. We'll uh, we'll we'll see you guys on Saturday after North Carolina hopefully beats Duke. Any final thoughts, Tate? Let's go, yeah. Heels. There you go.